I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this January 6th, 2022. Seems like yesterday we were talking about Y2K. Remember that? Uh, some of you young whippersnappers, you don't know what you don't know what real fear is about until you have gone through Y2K. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, uh, that was twenty-two years ago. Isn't that hard to believe? And uh, the world was still standing after uh, Y2K. Hey. Again, thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And uh, today is January 6th, and that wasn't a really significant day until 12 months ago. And I think we all know what happened. Well, I started to say, I think we all know what happened on January 6th. That's not really the case. I think few people really know what happened one year year ago today. Uh, We'll get into that at the top of the hour when I have a little more time to uh, develop some thoughts. I told you yesterday that the mainstream media, that's all they would talk about today. An atomic bomb could go off somewhere in the world, and CNN would still be talking about January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, and the mainstream media, and I'm not always right, but uh, I'm right, I'm uh, well, at least I was right yesterday, I'm uh, looking at CNN.com, the first three pages January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Uh, if there was never an illustration of what I say constantly, the devil lives in the extremes, boy, this is it. And there are extremes on both sides. And again, uh, we'll get to that at the top of the hour, and we will even have a little history lesson. Yeah, we'll go back to the 1930s. Why would you go to the 1930s to talk about January 6th? Well, Stay tuned till the top of the hour, and I'll... 
tell you. Uh, it was all over social media, Christian social media, back in November and December. The beast at the United Nations. Remember that? Uh, the United Nations had this sculpture out in front, and it was this winged beast. And uh, Christian social media went crazy. There were dozens, maybe hundreds of articles. Uh, this is the sign of the Antichrist. This is the beast. Here's the United Nations embracing the Antichrist, the beast, and so on. And if you were listening during that time, I said, just be, just calm down. If you have traveled extensively through Mexico, you have seen beasts, sculptures like this for years and years, in fact, actually centuries. It is a winged jaguar, a winged creature that is part of Mexican mythology. It's nothing new. It's not, it was not an indication of the beast, but prophecy teachers and Christian social media was going crazy that the United Nations had welcomed the beast. Now, the beast is going to come. The Antichrist is going to come. There is no doubt about it. This statue in front of the United Nations had nothing to do with that. It was not in any way, shape, or form the end times beast as described in the book of Revelation in spite of all of the prophecy preachers, internet preachers, and so forth. Well, anyway, it's gone. Uh, It's gone. And uh, Christian social media is saying it's gone because so many Christians complained to the United Nations. Now, think about that. When was the last time the United Nations listened to any Christians? No, it was a temporary exhibit organized by, quote, the permanent mission of Mexico to the United Nations. Uh, It was put up when it was scheduled to be put up, and it was taken down on 20th of December, which was the original plan. So it was a... uh, a sculpture that was placed there as a temporary exhibit from Mexico. And again, I haven't traveled all over Mexico, but I've been to Mexico several times. And I have seen sculptures like this as a uh, token of Mexican mythology. But anyway, had nothing to do with Daniel chapter 7, had nothing to do with Revelation chapter 13. And that's... That's why I constantly plead with you, be LTDs. Don't run off half-cocked, knee-jerk reactions. Don't believe everything you read. Think and do do a little bit of research. Um, And in this case, uh, it was pretty easy to go online and uh, to United Nations sources and from Mexico and to find out this was a temporary exhibit, and it was a rep- representation of ancient Mexican mythology. Nothing, nothing new, and nothing prophetic. Now, does that mean that I don't believe in biblical prophecy? Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, we've just 
we've we've just got to be very careful not to run off half cocked on these things and then look like well you know what i mean <laughs> so anyway uh that is the latest on the uh, the beast at the united nations it is gone it is gone now will any of those online TV preachers go on the air or online and say, hey, folks, I really got this wrong and I really apologize. (laughs) Don't hold your breath. No, don't, no, don't, don't hold your breath. All right. Fascinating thing happening. Liberal left wing Democratic mayors in a battle with liberal left-wing teachers' unions. Well, we haven't seen this for a long time and may never again. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, this is... This is really rare. Usually, uh, Democratic leaders, whether they're governors or mayors or even the president of the United States, usually Democratic governor, uh, Democratic government leaders walk in lockstep with unions. In fact, almost always, I can't even think of the last time that a Democratic government leader went against a major union. And yet we're seeing it happen all across the country. It's happening in Chicago. It's happening in Los Angeles. It's happening in New York. uh, It's happening in several major cities. And what is the fight? What is the battle about closing schools? Teachers unions across America are trying to keep schools Closed. Virtual learning. Now, there is an enormous, no exaggeration, an enormous amount of research and data that indicates virtual learning is devastating for the students. It's devastating. It's devastating academically. It's devastating socially. It's devastating psychologically. And again, I mean, the evidence is absolutely overwhelming and indisputable that virtual learning is terrible for the students. But the teachers' unions love it. Well, yeah, they don't have to put up with those snotty-nosed kids in the classroom. They just sit in front of a camera. And in fact, in many cases, uh, our grandkids up in, well, I won't even mention the city, but our grandkids here in Ohio, when they were having virtual learning, they didn't even have the teacher on the screen. They got their assignments in the morning by email or other communication. They didn't even see their teacher on the screen. So in other words, the teacher got up in the morning. Sent out all of the homework. Here's what you're supposed to do during the day. And then could sit around in their bunny slippers the rest of the day, eat bonbons, and 
watch soap operas, I guess. And then there were those that did video, virtual learning. But again, they didn't have to put up with the kids. They didn't have to answer questions. And it was kind of cool to do the virtual thing. Now, not all teachers, please understand this, not all teachers lock, walk in lockstep with their unions. And if you, don't, if you don't know this, teachers' unions care little about the kids. Now, that's not a blanket statement about all teachers. There are some really fine teachers in public schools. There are still. Uh, most of them lean hard to the left, but even those that lean hard to the left really care about their kids. And they teach because they care about their kids. But the unions, it's all about the dollar. It's all about the pension. It's all about retirement. And uh, so there are battles occurring all over the country. Probably the most heated is in Chicago. Today, for the second day, the Chicago public school teachers are, well, the mayor of Chicago says they're on strike. The teachers' union is saying, oh, we're not on strike. We just, um, it's unsafe to be in the classroom. Uh, COVID, and, and it's just it's just not safe. So we got this battle. The uh, mayor of Chicago is about as far left as you can get. Lori Lightfoot, there are few uh, political leaders in America that are farther to the left than Lori Lightfoot, and yet she has taken on the teachers' union. She wants the kids back in school. Now, I, I don't know her motive, so this is a guess, but I think it's an educated guess. She wants the kids back in school because that's what the parents want. And there is enormous public pressure. Get the kids back in school, especially after all of the studies, after all the research, after all the data indicating that the kids are safer. I mean, from a medical standpoint, they're safer in school than they are at home. They should be in school. Well, Mayor Lori Lightfoot yesterday said uh, they are experiencing, quote, an unlawful unilateral strike by the Chicago Teachers Union. And uh, she went on. Now, again, this is a far, far left liberal mayor attacking a far, far left liberal teachers union. She said, and I quote, If you care about our students, if you care about our families as we do, we will not relent. Enough is enough. We are standing firm and we are going to fight to get our kids back to in-person learning. Period. Full stop. We owe that to our children who suffered learning loss. Now, what a turnaround. A year ago, the same mayor these same woman was saying, it's not safe to have the kids in school. We got to have them home. It would be terrible to put these kids in school. It would be, it would be risking their lives. Why, we are, we are sentencing them to death if we send them to school. 
That was Lori Lightfoot a year ago. The very same person. Enough is enough. We are standing firm and we are going to fight to get our kids back to in-person learning. Period. Full stop. We owe that to our children who suffered learning loss. And then she said to the teachers, you don't work, you don't get paid. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, You don't work, you don't get paid. Uh, Similar battles are happening in New York City. Uh, Here's a headline from another news source. Teachers union factions ramp up pressure on New York City to go remote. Now, teachers union in New York. We can't can't go to school. It's dangerous. New York City says, uh, yeah, get back in the classroom. Get the kids back in school. Teachers, you can say, we're not going to go. With the brand new mayor, Eric Adams of New York City, staunchly opposes any school closures. And uh, they're calling each other names, and the mayor is saying, you don't work, you don't get paid. This is uh, going to be fascinating to watch how this plays out. Sadly, the real losers are the kids. Yeah. The real losers are the uh, uh, the kids. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about January 6th. <laughs> 